Welcome to another episode of Norman's Medical Review Podcast. Today, I want to share with you a stepwise approach in the evaluation of a patient with low hemoglobin and hematocrit. I recently posted a presentation on anemia that has to do with um, evaluating the patient with low hemoglobin and hematocrit. So this is actually a supplement and so when you listen the first um, the first post, make sure you go over this also that you can know the steps. So today I want to give you the steps that you can commit it to memory and it will never change. So let's let's get started. So when a per, when a person comes in with low hemoglobin and hematocrit, how do you approach that person? What do you do? Well, the first thing you want to do is to do a reticulocyte count and to determine the reticulocyte index. Once the reticulocyte index is determined, it may be elevated, that is greater than 2%, or it might be abnormal, which means it's less than 2%. So let's just say the reticulocyte index is greater than 2%. What does that mean? Well, that indicates that the person has some type of blood loss or hemolysis blood loss or hemolysis. If the reticulocyte index is greater than 2%, then the patient has either blood loss or hemolysis. If there is blood loss, you're going to look for the source. And one of the most common sources could be GI bleed. If there is, if, if there, the person has hemolysis, then you want to consider hemolytic anemia. In that case, you're going to check for the you check haptoglobin, you check the LDH, you check and you check your bilirubin levels. If you do have hemolysis, then haptoglobin will be low. That's correct. Haptoglobin will be low. Your LDH will be elevated and so will your bilirubin will be elevated. Now, let's go to the other side. If the reticulocyte index is less than 2%, what do you do? Well, do a peripheral smear. You do a peripheral smear. And what you're going to be looking for, you're going to be looking at the size of the cells. The size of the cells, right? So you may see microcytic cells or normocytic cells or macrocytic cells. So let's start with microcytic cells. If there is, If there are microcytic cells then the person may have microcytic anemia. In that case, the MCV would be less than 80. As a result of the presence of microcytic cells, hence microcytic anemia, you're going to check, the next thing you want to do is to check the iron studies, right? And you see if the person has adequate amount of iron. And then um, you can check um, the, as I say, you check the iron studies, you're going to determine the iron and the TIBC. Well, in, in a case, in a case of microcytic, microcytic anemia, both iron, right, FE and TIBC would be decreased in a case, in that case, both iron and, um, um, TIBC would be decreased. Let's see here. One second here. Yeah. 
And this would be, and this in a, when iron and TIBC are decreased, then this would be anemia of chronic disease. If both iron and TIBC are decreased, then that would be anemia of chronic disease. If iron is decreased, right? After you do the iron studies, if iron is decreased and TIBC is increased, then this would be iron deficiency anemia. If iron is normal and TIBC is normal or decrease, then this could be lead poisoning or thalassemia, right? So again, if iron is normal and TIBC are normal um, or is normal, then this could be lead poisoning or thalassemia. And as a result, as a matter of fact, well, let's leave it like that. Now, in in again, going back to the peripheral smear, if if it's normal, which would be normocytic anemia, the MCV would be between 80 and 99. In this case, you would think of aplastic anemia or um, bone marrow fibrosis or tumor or anemia of chronic disease and renal failure. Then you go back to the MCV, the peripheral smear rather, not the MCV, but the peripheral smear. And you look and you see that there are large cells. This is macrocytic anemia now. In this case, the MCV would be greater than 100. You're going to check vitamin B12 and the folate levels. If there are, if there is an abnormal level, right, if either B12 and or folate levels are abnormal, then you have made your diagnosis. Um, on the other hand, if both B12 and folate levels are abnormal again, you also want to suspect liver disease. So in addition to making the diagnosis of macrocytic anemia, you suspect liver disease. Well, this brings us to the end of this flow of stepwise evaluation of a, um, a patient with low hemoglobin and hematocrit. Use this as a supplement to the previously released anemia. And I may call this anemia number two. All right, well, as always, study hard, push yourself. Hard work will pay off at some time and some point in the future. Remember your brain is a fertile field. Be careful what you plant in it. Good night. Thanks for listening to Norman's Medical Review. Follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the plus button on the top. Stay tuned for the next episode. Remember to listen and study well. Take care.